is William Tinka, and we are recruiting uh, daily, and we're podcasting live from the Greenhouse booth at Transform in Vegas, and we have two guests on right now, and I can't wait to get their take on DEI. So why don't we do introductions first? Trista? Sure. Would you please introduce yourself? Happy to. I'm Trista Taylor. I spent 11 years at Google, working internal in the learning and development team, helping improve team effectiveness. Oh, cool. I left Google in 2019 to found my own company. We focus on improving team health and team effectiveness, as well as leadership development and manager development. So we oh. do custom consulting and facilitation. Very cool. So when you were at Google, you were around a lot of dumb people, I'm imagining. A lot of different people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Just playing. So, uh, Erica? Will you introduce yourself? Yes. Um, I, hi, I'm Erica Cherry, head of people at Kickstarter. Oh, cool. And uh, I've had about a couple decades of being in the people space in at a certain HR point, you, department. You stopped mentioning years, right? Yeah. At a certain yeah, point. I just <laughs> aggregate, you know, 20 years, yeah, 20 yeah. plus, yeah, yeah. you know. Makes me seem old. No, 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 no. You're always reinventing yourself. Yeah, You're always yeah. innovating. Yeah. All right. So while we, uh, we're going to get through three questions, one of them is what do, we, what, do we, what do you perceive or your opinion on what we're getting right about DEI? What's your per, you know, perception or opinion on what we're getting wrong or maybe what we're missing in DEI? And then the last thing is, what do you think we should be measuring? Like to know that we're actually moving the needle on DEI, what do you, what do you look at or what do, you think, what do you think we should look at? So Erica, why don't we start with you? Okay. So let's start with the positive. What do you think we're getting right uh, with DEI? I think it's a, a constant topic of conversation, right? Everyone is dialoguing about it all the time, and people know that they need to move the needle, and that's the first step is awareness. Right. Although awareness should probably have happened way before it did. We're 100 years we're, late. We're all, yeah, yeah. all behind. Yeah, yeah, but that's okay because, I, I, to your point, you can't go anywhere in, in HR and not be talking about DI. It's now part of recruiting. It's about learning. It's a part of internal mobility. It's part of everything we talk about, which is great because this is why we're so far behind with women, but also with other groups of people is because we haven't talked about it. So, okay, yeah. cool, cool. And your opinion? Trista? And, yeah, and what, I think... Um, what do you think we're getting well I think or doing we're, well? I think we're doing a good job of diversifying what we mean by diversity. Oh, cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it means a lot of different things now than it did many years ago. So 100%. Yeah, we're thinking about intersection of, of identity and what it really means to be diverse in the work in the workplace. I love that. It's, it's like a, the metaphor of peeling an onion, right? You're peeling the onion, but the more you learn, the more you know, oh, wait a minute, there's more to this. Right. That's cool. Good call. All right, let's go to... If you had a magic wand, what do you what would you work on to fix DI? Like, what do you think we're not say getting wrong per se, but if you could speed things up, what would you speed up? Stuff like that. Like, what would you do to make it better? Yeah, um, I'd say there's a, always a short game and always a long game. Um, long game takes just longer to put things in place, like the right um, internship programs and apprenticeship programs, and really getting um, underrepresented groups who are not in certain industries right. um, uh, to, to even think about that field as a career. It's and then <laughs> and then how do you get that those diverse candidates into the pipeline? Um, and then I think it's even earlier than that, right? Like if we're really going to address the yes. systemic issue, then I think yeah. it's about 
even earlier, like 100%. preschool education. Oh, 100%. It's like there's, there's still male-dominated industries. I mean, I can point to several of them, right? Y'all can too. It's like, why are they... Now, if, if it's a choice, that's different. Like, I, I, I choose not to be a cosmologist, like, or cosmologist. You know, like, I choose not to do nails. Cosmetologist. Thank you. Yeah. They had that in my high school, and I choose not to do that. I did, me- I did metalworking. Didn't work out for me. Anyhow, but, like, if it's a choice, that's different. But there, it seems like there's still doors to certain industries and jobs that there is no choice. It's just still kind of the way it was done 50 years ago. Yeah. So... There's also the short game, which is the much more challenging one, is you have open recs. Yep. And you want to get diverse candidates into those pipelines. And that's where it becomes really challenging. Oh, 100%. Because, okay, you could fill that job in 10 days with a white, middle-aged, pear-shaped man. Or you could wait three months and fill it with someone from a group that you'd really like, underrepresented group that you really like to have. When you're talking to the hiring manager, it becomes a difficult conversation. It does. Right? I so, have them regularly. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so it's like aspirationally, we know we need to do this. They know we need to do this. Everybody's on board. But it's like, oh, yeah, but for every day that person's not here, they're not writing lines of code. Now what? So what did you Did you already get your take in on what we could do better with DI? Uh, I would, uh, yeah, I would add that I think, I think it's really about the culture, too, of the organization. And um, so you can you can hire diverse talent, but will you keep them? Oh, that's great. And so hundred percent. And so let's focus on the culture. Do we have um, a foundation of psychological safety where these diverse um, folks can feel like they can bring themselves to work, to 100%. be be their best at work, where they feel involved and included and respected and sense of belonging? You're hitting on something that's really interesting to me uh, in conversations I've had lately with both Gen Z and actually a lot of women, millennials and, and Gen Z, is they don't want to be the first. Like when they're in the recruiting process and they don't see themselves, they have no interest. Like I'm, I'm squarely Gen X. So like we thought we could change things from the inside. Fail. Um, so, so a lot of the folks are opting out of the process. And, and so they'll get into the process and then not see themselves and then just disqualify. Like, they're not going to get in there and try and figure it out. So creating an environment that where people can thrive right. is, is super important. Good call. Okay. Good, good, good. Let's do measurement. And not that there's one metric or one thing that we should be looking at, but what, Erica, what would you look at to know that we've actually made some progress? Um, I... One thing I do is just look at the existing teams and see where the gaps are um, so that we can bring in different viewpoints, um, the, the, the areas where we're not currently represented. That right. is not necessarily a, a piece of data per right. se, right. Um, but you look around and you know how people think because you've been working with them, and then you, you, you target the underrepresented groups from there right. um, to, to fill the pipeline. And if you can keep them and retain them and, and move them up and et cetera, it's that, then all the better. Again, that's kind of getting back to that, okay, you can recruit them, great, but if you can't retain them, so what? Right. Okay. And okay. I would build on that, that it's more than just retaining, but it's engaging. Right. So at Google, we measured this. We had employee engagement yep. data, and we sliced the data by different groups. Now, you know, it's oh, not going to include 
every single diverse group. Right. But you can see by race and gender yeah, yeah. how these different audiences are feeling. And so are, are they feeling as engaged? Right. And engagement, what's, what's interesting about engagement for me is it's how do you unlock that their discretionary effort? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, like it's, it's, it's okay. Engagement for engagement's sake kind of bugs, bugs me a little bit, but it, engagement with an, an explicit reason for doing it. Well, especially uh, now when resources are so tight. Right, right. Well, y'all have been wonderful. Absolutely wonderful. Thank you so much. Thank you. What a Art. cool experience. And Thank we'll go you. ahead and log out from uh, Transform in Vegas from the Greenhouse booth. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs>